0: super excited about this episode because I have joining with me someone who inspired me to become a sex coach actually Uh, I'm not easily influenced guys Uh, a lot of people don't impress me But (laughs) I literally saw this beautiful, 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 beautiful soul on the 85 South show. And I was just intrigued with what she was saying, the messaging that she had. And from there, I was like, oh, my God. I think I want to just like learn as much as I can about sex. And I want to teach other people because there's so much bad information out there. And uh, I literally uh, because I had a podcast before I even became a sex coach. And it was super important for me to kind of reflect on myself and my own journey before I dived into anything in terms of like, you know, communicating with people. So, uh, from there, of course, uh, I got two different uh, certifications uh, to, again, just expand my knowledge of sex so that I can help people. And if you, anybody that listens to the show knows that the one thing I get excited about talking about is sex. Like, I get super excited. It doesn't matter At the time of the day. I'm just like, oh my God, let's talk about sex. It's your freak hostess, Jody, and you're tuned into Provocative.
1: No one knows what it means, but it's provocative
0: i marry a nigga off dick. Because everything I else we can work like, on. And I've, I have uh, sporadic periods of excessive masturbation. I really like how that just sounded. If I fuck you once and it's good, I'm going to keep fucking you. Because I didn't start sucking dick until college. Blew in that man's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is wicked. That shit is- <laughs> like i said i am super excited to have the beautiful samaya joining me from sexual essentials uh she has not just another sex podcast uh that she dropped this year super excited for her <laughs> for that um, uh, so yeah, I'm going to just hand it over because I'm going to fangirl out and I don't even want to do that. I'm from Chicago, so I can't even be, I can't, I can't even do too much, but yes, like, like...
1: <laughs> thank you for having me. Yes, Hi, you guys. I'm Samaya. Yes. For you, Jody. I'm very I... proud of you. you. She has stayed on my ass. <laughs> she, she
0: said,
1: you said, if I come to Atlanta. You gonna be on my (laughs) future baby exactly. And I'm here.
0: And I'm here. (laughs)
1: She's like, Well I have time before the show. I have I heard that. I yes. Heard
0: that. Congratulations. To yes. You, yes. Or... So it, it, whether, so here's the thing, whether or not we was doing this show at CD winery, I was coming to Atlanta. I so I it. was I like, look, it. I, I said, was going to make my way. Is, is
1: very persistent. And I, I love that. I mean, you know what? It's what
0: it that, takes. I feel like it's that cusp energy. Cause I'm a Scorpio Sagittarius cusp. You think so, so yeah, like, because my, my, my Mercury is in Sagittarius. So I get a little, like I get straight to the point. like, so yeah, that's <laughs> a fire
1: communicator. Exactly. I'm, a, I'm an Aries um, son, and I'm a Leo rising. So ah. A, that Leo rising balances out my exuberant Aries side. So it's like normally, and I'm, how old are you? 32. Okay, so I would say that maybe from like 22 to 26, I was more like loud and fiery, mm-hmm. and now I'm more quiet and fiery. Like, mm. it's just, I've definitely transitioned. Like, so, point Parts of you definitely remind me of old me.
0: Yeah. So, like, (laughs) definitely for me, because I'm a, like, you know, I'm still a Scorpio sun. My moon is in Capricorn. Mm, But with money, yo, always. I am all of, when I say, my emotion is. Pay me <laughs> no for real like dead ass like I if could. it don't make money it don't make sense so yeah. people would be like oh what do you need money yeah. like d- can we start a business how can we i like i that's yeah. what that's what makes me feel safe like okay cool how we finna get to it so for me i'm very much a logistics person of uh, numbers money like that's where i'm like nah that gotta be situated um the emotions we'll figure that shit out later uh so uh i definitely feel like that comes through in my personality all the time but then it damn near comes through in sex too because <laughs> i know that <they're> sagittarius <laughs> i don't have that
1: experience i have good experience with, with Sagittarius. It's, it's
0: so funny because uh before you even say what your experience is with sagittarius because my venus and my mercury are in sagittarius so the mm. way in which i communicate and the way in which i I love are both in Sagittarius and that is the one sign I refuse to date. That's wild. Because yeah, because it's like for me, I'm like, do I really want to deal with that? Like it's like, okay, I'm looking in the mirror. Do I want to deal with myself? A lot of people don't want to deal with themselves. So but I'm like you grow
1: and <laughs> fall in love more and more with you, you surprise I you be yeah. surprised because I was definitely the same way. Mm-hmm. I was like that though about all fire signs because I just mm-hmm. I really thought that everybody was gonna be fire and it's like I don't want to hog the attention in the room, but also I'm aware that I'm louder and I'm this, I'm that, right. and things like that. And so I met um, a Sagittarius, and I was like, oh, she louder than me. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, maybe this could work. Like, mm-hmm. You know, but we you know, we all different. But also I think that that um, characteristic is just something that's needed in the unconventional working field. Because like yeah. if you don't have the tenacity to keep going and pushing and be persistent you're not going to make it like in sex education. Facts. Facts. Yes, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Hey guys, I'm Samaya.
0: Yes. If it's a titty
1: pop out just use it for the views. Yes,
0: of course. (laughs) (laughs) no yes so um because we um both work in sex work we are all about educating people making sure they have the right information the right resources everyone is having better sexual experiences healthier sexual experiences um i guess i want to you know give my listeners a kind of you know quick synopsis of how you got here for sure so like what's your origin story what's
1: my little my little elevator pitch yes um so i'm samaya um i'm the owner of sexual essentials um i'm the host of not just another pod um not not just another podcast (laughs) not just another sex podcast um and i'm also the owner of this content house that we're shooting in Mm -hmm. um and the owner of se media group Mm -hmm. which is who's recording the episode as Mm -hmm. well Um, and all of this got started, um, right after I had my son, um, I was 25, I think turning 26 ish. And I was put in this mom group. Um, her name is Devin and she actually has a podcast called the real, real mama pie. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was the only person I knew that had a child. I was married at the time and they added me to the mom group. And one day we were just talking and basically there were so many moms in there that had never had an orgasm. And I just was so confused because like, but your mom. Right. But you're a mom. So you fucking fucking. Right. You have a present at the end of it. You, you, you have. Right. Like life. you got
0: proof. Yeah. You of. Got proof yeah. Of like the, you got receipts. Yeah. <laughs> and so
1: I was like, okay. So I started answering questions and just like talking to them about stuff like that. And then I just didn't want to, like I said, hog the group. And so I was like, hey, you guys, do you want me to make like a separate group chat? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put in right. there. And through that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just start a brand. But I'm just a very thorough person. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, if I'm going to start a brand, I just thought about all the things that were wrong. I was like, first of all, they need to learn how to fuck. Then they need to hear stories from other people. Mm-hmm. And then they need to know about sex toys because then they are just going to go out and buy anything. And some of this stuff's so cheap. Yes. I said, and then, you know, I need to be talking to people and doing classes so they can learn some skills. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, if that's if I want to be a thorough sex brand. Right. And so I would stay up um, every night when the baby went to sleep and my husband went to sleep and just like kind of like bulk. Do content back then, it was like blogging and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, and through that, through Sexual Essentials, I just really ended up it was my avenue into healing. It was everybody has their thing, some people is photography, some people is sex, some whatever it was. My avenue into finding self was through sex, yes. Um, and so I went, like you said, it it, that took me to 85 South, took me to Poor Minds, Essence Fest. so so many amazing shows, right? Um, and then last year, what was that? What was last year? Twenty twenty two. In twenty twenty two, I was financially free, um, so I was just traveling the world. Um, Egypt, Dubai. Like I bought a travel van, which was like a lifelong goal, mm-hmm. um, to go across the country and with my son and you know different things like that and i just was like oh i made it right
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um i didn't need i was making enough residual income i didn't have to necessarily work every day everything i had already done was making money itself right um and then i went on no for sure which is be Simone show mm-hmm. and um i made a comment about growing up in the household with a parent who's jealous of you and not really getting the proper love because her husband or and your dad is also molesting you mm-hmm. and so it went cr- I, I literally said like one sentence and like everything went crazy because I had never actually said anything about really my personal life like I'd share my personal experiences with sex and things like that but I had never really told how I got here right like, you know you know how have somebody will post everything but they're not really saying anything personal right so um so I just I felt really free after that and I was like okay the world didn't end like yeah, my flo- my phone blew up all crazy, but I was like, okay, well, now I'm just free. I got money and I'm free. I'm telling my truth. And then boom, my sexual essentials page got deleted. And it was just it was difficult because I was in the middle of the second art exhibit, which is the live sex art show that I put on every year. Mm-hmm. And you know how difficult it is to to sell out these events, especially in different cities. When and, I tell um, you
0: literally, my IG page got snatched two the, days yes, ago. Yes. Like, and our show is tomorrow. And I am, I'm like, yeah. what
1: it it all it all works out one way or another that's what I will tell you mm-hmm. um and it's like that with a lot of sex pages a lot of them will be deleted the week of the event um and things like that but so I was I was nervous because that's like a $60,000 event I right really paid for it like so after that I will I, I guess I used to say things kind of went downhill from there but at that point I had a decision to make and I decided I was just going to Because I had to figure out how I was going to pivot, right? right? Because um, a lot of your sales goes based off social media and you can have email lists set up. You can have multiple forms of contact set up, but you can't help where you go viral or what page hits. You can't Mm -hmm. help that. And so um, I was like, okay, well, how am I going to pivot and stay relevant and things like that? And it was like, you know what? It's time to start a podcast.
0: And mm-hmm. I have been
1: against it because there were so many podcasts out. So it felt like the the market Trendy. was just oversaturated mm-hmm. and right. And I was like, Well, I don't want to be like anybody else. Um, and I just feel like God like really checked me. It was just like But you're not Ain't ain't baby But like, you're not just like any know yes. All of us are different and yes. what's for me is for me. And so mm-hmm. but in doing so Again, I'm a very thorough person and I think longevity. How can I make sure that I'm good regardless? Right. And so I knew I could not have my son every other week and travel for a podcast on those off weeks. I would never have a moment to myself. Right. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just get a space. I had already, before I did sex work, I did uh, property management. I already own um, real estate, like for my son and Things like that. So I was like, I'll just buy a studio and then that way people can rent it out. That way I'll have Mm -hmm. my own space to record. I'll just get my own equipment. I hate having to rely on a lot of people because then you have more things that could possibly go wrong.
0: Exactly. So
1: I did that and I was just supposed to get like a little studio Mm
0: -hmm. and then like
1: get another little room and pay for it within my budget, and all these other things. Girl, I bought almost a million-dollar mansion. You went big. And I d- guess I did, mm-hmm. I, in retrospect. But it was just like, I, I, when I walked, when I saw this house, I did not plan to look at any other houses. Now, the real estate agent, who's a friend, was like, that's not smart, somebody. I was like, you know what? You hella right. Set it up set up all six of them you want me to see none of them were available except for this one like we had appointments with all of them but for Mm -hmm. some reason we couldn't get in somebody didn't answer everything Mm -hmm. went wrong this Mm -hmm. is the only one we were able to see and then when we got here they were like oh you saw that the price went down 30 grand no i didn't but i'll take that right and we picked up an acorn off the ground i was like this is the one and that bitch been giving me hell ever since the the ceiling fell in the week after i bought it girl and spent my life savings but I spent every single dollar from Sexual Essentials mm-hmm. and poured it back into something different, which was SE Media Group. Right. Um, and that process was really just a reflection of me healing and just believing in myself. So, yeah. just, just like Sexual Essentials, Sexual Essentials was a confident booster, but it was also a crutch. It was never the end state for me. Making mm-hmm. SE Content House, making SE Media Group was because. I've seen so much extraordinary content not get the fair shot. The whole point of me making SE Media Group was because everybody was like, oh, we can't give you a grant, we can't give you a loan, we can't give you this because of the name Sexual Essentials. Yeah. So everybody thought that it was like Sexual Essentials Content House, but it was something extraordinary because at the end of the day, Sexual Essentials was something extraordinary, is something extraordinary. And there are so many different types of work that are unconventional that are extraordinary. And if, if people like you and me, had the same support as
0: people with the money,
1: we would be giving people a run for their motherfucking money. Mm-hmm. And So I'm here for
0: that, or not um, just that. If the people wasn't, and I, girl, and I didn't
1: <laughs> talk about them. because the the it's a private conversation. I ain't right? Talking them. Yeah. That, that's a giving. You yeah. Just like, even just in in the internet it's it's just so oversaturated with mm-hmm. this content that's bullshit it's people that are not qualified or either haven't been yes. time and it's not helping yeah. it's it's making men and women go against each other it's yes. not helping people heal and so i realized i just had to tell the truth and so i i made a decision that if i started this podcast i would tell the full truth and nothing but the fucking truth and so i've just i've been telling the truth just about how i've been raised the fact that i you know um, I'm not even just postpartum, like, with my son, but just um, Stockholm,
0: mm-hmm. having Stockholm.
1: It wasn't until I was 26 years old that I confronted my parents, like, hey, we didn't handle this properly. Like, my I, I was raised in a household where my mother knew, mm-hmm. my mom, and my dad, like, they both did the stuff to make me biological parents. Um, you know, she knew he was molesting me, and at the end of the day, he was sick, and she's still with him to this day. Mm-hmm. And so through all of that, finding the strength to say i choose me it's changed my it's changed my
0: life you know so yeah and it's like here's the thing before even knowing your full story there was literally something about you something (laughs) extraordinary about you that literally touched me just from me watching you on the 85 south show i kid you not Because literally for you to inspire me to want to know more and learn more so that I had the credentials to be able to help people, that was one thing. But then also it's like hearing your actual, you know, background story. I've talked about this on Provocative before. I was molested by my stepdad. So he's in the house. And I, as a kid, would not speak on it because I'm like, and I I, I feel guilty. I feel like it's my fault. And I'm like, well, if I say something, then what about the other kids? I'm breaking up the family. And then when I finally said something, like years after it happened, when I was an adult, in a lot of ways, I kind of got blamed for even speaking up. So that you know, mm-hmm. that's why people talk about why why wouldn't mm-hmm. you say something? It's like when I finally did say something, it was like, well, um, are you sure it happened? Uh, maybe you were dreaming, like, you know. And you it's know like black
1: people are too. Unless they unless you tell somebody that a dick was stuck in you, they don't take it seriously. And yeah. Even then, sometimes they don't. Yeah. But like it's 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 almost like that question, like what were you wearing? Type shit. Like with yeah, please. Like yeah. You tell it, It's just it's a trauma thing, and and women have been protecting men for. So long, yes, that anything that violates our safety, our comfort, or things mm-hmm. like that, we turn on them. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't blame them, like, I, I literally forgive everybody that was involved. But please Agreed. understand just because I forgive you does not mean that I'm not going to do what's right, you yes. Know what I'm saying, yes. And, and at the end of the day, it's a reason that they go to jail, it's a reason that they pull the other children out of the household, it's a mm-hmm. reason that some of us don't believe in ourselves. Like, Mm -hmm. when your mother and your father don't choose you, they both choose to turn their back on you or choose themselves, you never believe that you're worth it. Yeah. And when you don't believe that you're worth it, you end up fucking people that aren't worth it. And that's
0: exactly where I was going with it. Yes. Your
1: your, your scope of what's right and wrong is off because at the end of the day, now you're empathizing with the person who yes you who, yes who I, is the you're yes. the violator you're, you empathize with them yeah and so that's where the Stockholm home starts and you don't want to break up your family you don't want to do this and you mm-hmm. think that you're fine but anybody relatively better any- so basically anybody else in the world Who doesn't molest you is better than your parents So you always think that you're doing better When you're mm-hmm. still dating in the fucking dumps
0: Yeah I totally agree so like you know? literally Because of that situation um, I started having sex at 14 I didn't care about sex it was just like alright Whatever it's something to do it was nothing special Nothing like I mean I'm just doing Something mm-hmm. so literally and I talked About this on provocative before I was having sex for like maybe Seven years Before I had my first orgasm like I'm just doing something like, right. yeah, it's like, people that's yeah, it's like, you so, know, I'm just, right, exactly. So it's like, you know, then yeah. I have that, but then it's like, it wasn't until I want to say I turned, uh, like twenty nine thirty that I began to detach away from the guilt associated with sex. And then I was like, well, why am I having sex? Am I having sex for me? Like, I would always ask, well, why are you doing this? Um, And I wasn't asking those questions early on because I didn't feel secure enough in my own self. And I didn't realize, like, all all that trauma that I was taking with me into all these different situations. And it played into the types of guys that I was, you know, uh, involved in. I literally, I was 14. I lost my virginity to a guy that was 18. 14 and 18, even though it's four years, that is a drastically different. different Four years. It's a different, like, you know, 14, 18, yeah, 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 it's like, they, whoa, yeah. but like, it's not 21, years, it's 20, yeah, yeah, like, 21, the, 25, okay, you early but, you, ex- adolescence, you, got, you know, exactly, late ex- adolescence, right, ex- you exactly. adolescence, exactly, so it's, a, yeah. yeah, exactly, like, I'm in eighth grade, this is a senior in high school, that is drastic, like, yeah. I don't, like, I'm just like, alright, whatever. had
1: that, that age gap. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah,
0: so it's like, that, I like, again, I even, I resonate even further, and I know part of the reason that I started Provocative was because I was like, you know what? This is where I was. I used to feel ashamed. I used to not want to talk about what, you know, like guys would ask me like, well, what do you like? And it would make me super uncomfortable because I'm like, in my head, I'm like I genuinely do not know, and it's like this. Comfort this question makes me uncomfortable. And then if you press me on the issue of me being uncomfortable, now I'm like now it's like yeah, it's ex- like so much social anxiety. Exactly, I'm like oh my god, like no, like I you know. Yeah. So um, so fast forward to me actually, you know, unpacking that and then being able to heal. I'm like I know I'm not the only person that deals with this, yeah. you know, like this this shame, this stigma, this guilt associated with sex um so for me like literally i turned 30 and i was like you know what i'm just gonna be a hoe i'm just gonna try some shit out but it it was it was hoeing with intention so i was like no i want to intentionally choose myself i want to do things for myself because for me that's why people don't like the hoes because it's like you know you're you're doing something that's unconventional because that's really what it comes down to so for me i was like you know what I'm going to figure out what I like. My whole face started with masturbating. I literally masturbated for like three months. Like, I got to figure out what I like because I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I whole I, man, look, you did you read my shirt? Squirting. When in doubt,
0: we out. Like, I, I love know. it. I love it. I love it now, but it took me, you know, I had to oh, get to God. that point, yeah. you know, because like guys would say like, oh, do you play with yourself? I'm like, No. Like, but then it's, but now again, because I did the work on myself, now I'm of the man where it's like, girl, if you don't play with yourself, why you think somebody else is? Like, Absolutely. you have to, you have to really explore what you like so that you can be able to communicate that to someone else in a healthy and safe way. And also understand when someone is not doing what you like and be able to have those conversations as well. For sure. So yeah, like, oh man, we just got a little deep. Let's kind of like. Lighten it up. Yeah, lighten it up a little bit. So y'all, both of us are switches. So I want to talk about that. <laughs> so we both took the BDSM test, yeah. and I was looking at her results, and it's funny because yeah, because I'd be curious. I was so it's funny because uh. I'm gonna just tell you my top three right now. So my top one is exhibitionist, 100% mm-hmm. exhibitionist, 100% voyeur, and 100% switch, and then everything else like 98, 95. Like I'm, I'm still pretty high on like yeah. those skills, but uh, I should have known for a while that I was into certain shit. And it's like once I took this test, I was like, oh confirming yeah like that makes sense because like you know even with me being a switch i'm like i don't want to be all things all the time just in no situation so it's like of course like people like are you a dumb or a sub i'm like don't put me in a box (laughs) i'm
1: vanilla a a thousand percent of the time generally i don't think any i don't live my life like trying to be someone else or Mm -hmm. dedicated to a particular kink every day right i'll try anything three times and there's a lot of stuff that i want in my life forever it doesn't necessarily mean that i want to do it every day so, like, exactly. people are always calling me unconventional. And I'm like, I get what you're saying, but I live such a conventional life. Like, I, my views, my... I'm not conservative, necessarily, but right. I am. Like, mm-hmm. a certain part of me loves Sunday dinner. Now, yes, my husband, my boyfriend, and my girlfriend may be at Sunday dinner, but it's still, it's still Sunday, Sunday dinner. dinner. <laughs>
0: like, I... <laughs>
1: like yes i i love when people be half naked and things like that but if you look at what i wear i'm generally almost always covered mm-hmm. Not on purpose it's just it's my way of flirting with the world why mm-hmm. because i got a fat ass and some nice ass titties so right everybody's expecting me to be half naked and mm-hmm. so i just i like the mental tease of being fully clothed and the fact that you can't stop thinking the things that you're thinking which means that it has nothing to do with me mm-hmm. you know like that's my preferences have nothing to do with my beliefs, and so right. it's, just, it's very the the test is the test is good. I, yeah, I, I like the BDSM test, but I tell people all the time I'm a, I'm more vanilla than any most of us are. I got a job, like <laughs> I'm not walking around on my fucking knees all day. Exactly, you know what I'm saying. So, um, but yeah, the BDSM test is. Is nice, and I take it like every few months, and it always changes just depending mm. on what phase mm.
0: I'm in right now. I yeah, and I think that's super important too because even irregardless of sex, we continue to change as we experience things yeah. in the world. Our views evolve. We might be like, oh, I didn't really think that, but now with this yeah, new experience, change. when you know better, you do better, right? Is and concrete. I know exactly. <laughs> so I know for me, once it said 100 percent exhibitionist, I kind of leaned into it. Like, I I was like, at first, I would be like, oh, I'll let people watch these videos and, you know, praise me for my good work. But now I'm like, now I want to masturbate in front of people. Like, literally after, after yeah, like, I'm like, hmm, how do I lean into this and just, like, spice it up a little more? So I know for me, it was like, it wasn't, like, a shocker, but it was more like, oh, Okay, now I can kind of conceptualize what something is as opposed to just saying, like, oh, I just did something that I thought was freaky. Yeah. But it's like, no, actually, you're, you're...
1: going after your king. Exactly. Really
0: you, yeah, sure. exactly. So for me, I feel like after doing that, I had even more, you know, uh, quality experiences because I'm like, no, this is specifically what it was that I liked. And that kind of like, I feel like took things up a notch for me because, yeah.
1: I'm very intentional. Um about everything honestly mm-hmm. everything yeah and I ask every question I leave no stone unturned I I'll apologize and say hey not even trying to bother I said but, but I need to say this I've yeah. gotten better at just being myself yeah you know what I'm saying just a thousand percent of the time yeah um, but my main focus right now is creating the poly life that I want I that love that something that I am like super focused on because Uh I'm very aware that I don't think one person will ever be enough
0: I Um, just said that when I was on Amani's podcast I said I believe that you know people want to uh, weaponize monogamy in a way that they say like oh you have to find your person Mm -hmm. right but I'm like our souls and our, we need different things. We need different things. And it just seems very overwhelming to only rely on one person to give you everything that you need. And I feel like it's okay. I look at, you know, relationships and sex is like food. It's like, okay, today I might not want meat. Yeah. I genuinely just may not want meat today. And yeah. that is okay. But tomorrow I might want meat, yeah. some vegetables, some fruit. Like it's very ironic how ironic that you say meat. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Like might not want no meat today. Uh, (laughs) I, I,
1: I, I resonate with that, but I'll give you another one. It's just like food in the sense of there are some things that you can eat and there are some things that only your body can make. You know, like mm. so, you a supplement, and so yes. that's how I look at that's body. what I
0: that that was literally the the verbiage that I used. I said, you know, if you don't, you know, like how are you getting your protein from what source? Like you may say, like all right, cool, today I just needed some extra vitamins, and that's okay. Yeah.
1: And when I when I when I reference like just your body makes certain things that mm-hmm. you need. Um, I mean more so that all of us are polyamorous because technically your first relationship has to be with yourself. So there are some people that consider themselves monogamous and I'm not doubting that you are only meant to share your life with one other partner. I don't doubt that for you. right? But a lot of monogamous couples are facing more challenges than polyamorous ones but people are intentionally obtuse and they choose to focus on the crazy polyamorous stories yes if that's not no, that's as, the norm y'all not in a polyamorous relationship too you just yeah. don't know that he cheating or you do know and you constantly forgive but mm-hmm. because we don't have this support we have more support to forgive someone for cheating than we do for just figuring out another lifestyle that may work yes and so for me i've just noticed I'm a better partner when I fulfill myself first because at the end of the day, it's still the 80-20 rule. You Mm -hmm. will never get 100% of what you need from anybody, Mm -hmm. from any other person or from your child, from your husband, from your mother. So even if you take the sex parts out of everything, everybody sexualizes everything. If you take the romantic components out... People are still missing the core thing, which is intimacy, yes. which is with yourself, which is with your other relationships, your friendships, with all those things. You don't have any other relationships outside your partner. You're obsessed. You're possessive with your partner. Yes. And those characteristics are going to push people away regardless. Yes. And so, and for me, it's I don't date anybody or are not friends with anybody that, I'm not going to say doesn't resonate as polyamorous, but they don't make their relationship with their self known. Mm -hmm. So it's just like it's just it's gonna be an uphill battle because at the end of the day, when I'm when I when I'm selfish about my time, you have to support it. Because when I come to you, I'm only coming to you for the things I need from
0: you. You. Yep. I'm not the things that
1: you can't do, I'm not forcing you to do it. Like so many couples are like, Well, if you love me, you should try to do this and we should compromise. Right. I don't
0: compromise. I hate the word compromise. I
1: compromise. I will meet I will I will make sure that both of our boundaries are met. Yes. But or I, if I do something for you, it's not for you. It's because I want to do something with you, and that's what you have decided for us to do. Yes. But at the end of the day, I live a life where I only do what I want. And I know people are probably like, well, that's real frivolous. It's not. Mm-hmm. I might not want to do this budget, but I do know I want to be successful. I want to do this event. So in turn, yes, it's, I do want to do, wanna wanna do, do d- this budget. D- mm-hmm. But doing things for other people or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't. I just, I've wasted too much of my life, like, with a false sense of what really was going on. I don't have time. Yeah. What I really learned was I needed more words. I needed more communication skills. I needed yes. more patience. I needed more control over, like, my emotions. That's what yes. I needed. Yes. You know what I mean? I didn't need... All the other, you know what I'm saying? I was
0: talking with someone and I said, like, the possessiveness when it comes to monogamous relationships is very off-putting for me. Like, I was in yeah. two long-term relationships and what I realized was that part of the reason that I was rebelling from those was because it was so possessive. And I don't want to be in any situation while I feel like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble or Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, this person is trying to control me. Like, I want to feel like I am free to be me. We come up with what works for us. What are our boundaries? Exactly. And And then this is what we agreed to. And then if somebody steps out of what we agreed to, then we can figure out what the next steps are from there. But getting into a relationship and assuming monogamy is crazy to me. I feel like we need to really have more of those conversations because they're like, oh, well, said i want to be with you well okay now let's talk about what that looks like and we're not having those conversations about what that genuinely looks like and then when somebody cheats or someone is like oh i'm interested in this other person now all held and broke loose because y'all trying to exactly like everybody wants to you know uh assume that we are abiding by some standard of monogamy and then also it's like our egos get way too involved in it like literally our egos will force us into a situation where now we're trying to control somebody. We're super possessive and that's why people, oh, now I'm going to lie because I don't want to lose you, but I can't tell you the truth either because you've made it impossible to be honest with you. So, yeah. um, And then also, it's like, we talk about. I feel like a lot of people are talking about poly and they don't understand it as well because they're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna be poly." It's like, no, that's not the answer to all of yeah. your problems either. <laughs> You're gonna have a hell.
1: You're gonna have a hell of an issue if you decide I'm gonna do this and say it because you can't stop cheating. Exactly. It's
0: like you like you because you. still stay- lying
1: a lot of people yeah anytime you have to lie and i think that that's the thing people are lying to themselves so it's so easy to lie to other people yes so and they don't know what they feel they Mm -hmm. don't know what they feel so they can't even tell you the truth
0: yeah that's wild that's wild it's a wild world in which we live in um so i got a question um Yes, ma'am. because you are trying to create you know, a poly lifestyle for yourself uh, and you're very intentional with that. What does that look like?
1: So I would, I desire a main partner. Mm-hmm. I, as of right now, I want that to be a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know that I need a woman in my life mm-hmm. um, and I would like another man. So I am very couple leaning. Like I love couples. They're, um, watching two people love each other and watching them have enough left over to love someone else mm-hmm. is very healing for me. It's very um, it's very healing because it's, it's watching people do it right mm-hmm. and be, do it honest. And then also it's just really good to see um, a healthy couple love on each other. So like I'm very attracted to couples that are very into each other. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as you make a side swipe comment and makes me think that your wife doesn't know, I'm immediately turned off
0: mm-hmm. because
1: there is no way that you think that you're going to use me against another woman. That's right. Funny. But also to, um, I think just with my background and my parents, it, it, it's always good to see the love that I thought that I was seeing when I was younger, but it, it really wasn't. And so just seeing that now, um, so I know I want at least three partners in total, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm flexible because I, because cause I like to travel and when life is like back in its norm and I have like the content house and everything like set up the exact way I want it and I'm back outside, Mm -hmm. I'm very flexible. So like I could have a partner that maybe I only see in one particular city or I may have a partner that flies me out whenever they want to go on a trip or something. Like I'm open to possibly dating someone in the space that we work in now. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm open to non-sexual relationships. That's, I think that's one of my favorite parts of like, and polyamorous is that there is no pressure for me to fuck anybody because there are a lot of people that we feel very connected to and it's not really the sex that made it so, or yeah, there, it might be someone that you like. Damn, if the sex was better, I would so be with this person. But yes. when you only have one partner, it's like if I only N- get one, now I have to settle. Pick the one that has everything, or yeah. Gonna balance it, yeah. Out. But I could just deal with someone for just that thing, like I could just have a work husband, I could just have a you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. things like
0: that.
1: Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very flexible, it depends on what my needs are, but I'm yeah. very open to every single one of my needs being met. Um, and that also, I think, involves me like having a submissive um, because there is a certain part of me that wants to be catered to without being so respectful because it's really difficult. Like, I think that women, get bitchy.
0: women mm-hmm. get bitchy,
1: they you know what I'm saying? And so I've worked really hard to be a better communicator and not like take things out on people. But at the same time, sometimes you just don't want to be so damn polite. Yeah. Like sometimes you don't want to be so damn kind. Sometimes when I ask for something, I don't want to say, please. Like I don't even have the energy and I don't want to offend anybody. Mm -hmm. So finding out that I could have a submissive that you're telling me that their desire is to cater to a busy working woman who's making these stuff. Like they love boss ass women and Mm -hmm. that's just what they're attracted to. Now I'm not violating anyone's consent. I'm not being disrespectful to somebody. Now I have a positive outlet for the energy that I just don't have to communicate, but I still want so many things. Yeah. So now I have this understanding that could be set up with someone else. And it's like, they don't mind doing certain things for me. And then when I have my energy back, now I can give them their rewards and they just, you know what I mean? So finding somebody that feeds off of my, you know, my boss bitch vibes, Yeah. They don't mind like catering to that. Yeah. I'm with that
0: shit. I'm yeah. With that shit. I love that yeah. I, I like. I love that so much because again, like as I continue to do, once I started to do the work on myself, I realized that I don't, you know, like I don't identify as non-monogamous. There's no way in hell that I can't identify as non-monogamous once I know myself better. For because sure. again, I will go into these situations where it's like I be one person and the sex is fire. And I don't want to give this up. And then I'm with someone else and they have all of, they are good on paper. They take like anything I want. They there, they're showing up for me in the ways that I need to be showed up. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm still going to go fuck this other person on Thursday, but I love you. (laughs) Shit. Like and two y- things can be true. Two things can be two true, and I hate true. that people want to, you know, make everything into a dichotomy when it's not. Like I I'll honestly w- just stop
1: discussing things with people that make it their business to just misunderstand me. Yeah, because it's just like at, from the, at the end of the day, from the outside looking in, we're gonna both look like fools. Mm-hmm. And also, my career, my life, my happiness—it speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Talk to me once you catch your first nut. Yeah. <laughs> You can always tell someone that's not getting the right type of nuts because once you once your pussy start doing the thing that it do, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised at things that you were against that you start realizing make a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? I'm so glad you brought always, that I can up. I
0: always tell. I'm so glad you brought that, that up because tell. again, like when you was on the 85 South Show and I was watching you and I'm like, oh my god, I don't think I ever had like like sex the way it was supposed to be a head. Like I'm <laughs> like, I don't think I. <laughs> I think I've been prematurely busting this motherfucker open. Like I don't th- like no, my shit. Yeah, like my sh- yeah. I'm like motherfucker like I, even though it's like okay cool we doing like 10 minutes of foreplay but i'm like no my shit don't never be to the point of like throbbing and i'm like no now mm. i want to wait like and i'm yeah. an edger too like that's one of the other things that i learned you know through masturbating i'm like i really like edging mm. like i like it real bad like i be edging myself i'm like was mm. like how long are you be masturbating i'm like an hour they like how the fuck do you do that i'm fast, like because i'm edging yeah. like i like it real real bad because once i get there it's like There's oh my explosion. yeah, yeah. And I like extreme stuff. Like, and we talked about this. Like, your personality kind of comes through in how you have sex. Like, I'm super theatrical. I'm dramatic. I'm so thorough. I literally, like, when it comes, like, one time, oh my god, one time somebody uh, was like, uh I want to uh, see you masturbate. I'm like, I don't know because I think I might look a little retarded. And they're like, Wait, what? I'm like, They were like, What you be doing? I'm like, I be turned around like this. I'm like, Wee! And they're like, They're like. <laughs> Now, mind you, I will literally lay in my bed because I'm short. I'm five feet, so like I'll lay like the, the the way where it's like, all right, cool. It's just the top and bottom, and I'll like roll around in the bed. Like I really I mean, do so random many, shit when I'm so by myself. Many
1: different things that you do. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't never rolled around like a little bowling
0: ball. But, yeah, no, I be. Weak.
1: But I do. I know like there's so many <laughs> different types of women that are like they'll rock on their hands or I masturbate like on that. my stomach too. Yes, I've done. I've done it on my stomach every time I stand up, no matter what. It's like almost. Automatically squirt every time. Mm-hmm. Um, on your on your pillow, you could put a pillow like between your legs, mm-hmm. um, from the back, like, and then you stick your hand up here, so you know some weight makes you stretch. You know, mm-hmm. I'm getting to a size where I definitely got to stretch five in <laughs> certain ways. So, um,
0: mm-hmm. but yeah, you gotta just you gotta Yeah, try one of shape. my other favorite things to do is, and I call it like the Trinity. Like I'll stick like I'll stick like a vibrator in my ass and then I like uh, stick one in my coochie and then I'll still use like a uh, clitoral like, And I'm like, yeah, that is like, whoa, I'm so, just like,
1: plug, 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 plug. I do. I would say that I'll go through all the areas, anything <laughs> that can get something, it can get got. Yes. But Um I don't do vibrating butt plugs by myself. Just mm. because it would be me anxiety, because I'd be like, is everything okay back there? Like, we'd be moving so much, so it just yeah. feels so loose and free. And yeah. like, I don't need it to be too loose and too free. Uh. And I, you know, so I would do like a little standstill, uh-huh. um, butt plug. I'll do um, like the womanizer, because it'll go inside, and it'll be on the clitoris. So it's like, you can mm-hmm. do all three, but you only have right. to two toys. Yeah, so I, I like that. like Facts, also, facts. Everything. I have.
0: Together yeah, and I do. I do have one toy where it's like, all right, cool. It has like the penetrator, and then it has like the suction. So like, I'll yeah. put it instead of putting it in forward, I put it in backwards, and then I'll use like my squirrel and my rose, and then it will be like, yeah. all right, cool. Like I like I'd, a squirrel. Yeah, I like it was a dance. Man, no, and I have, I have, <laughs> I. So I like the squirrel a little better than the Rose. yeah the
1: rose is not even in my top
0: anything. yeah like, it, it, like you go to yeah so it's like it's a. Conversation re- it's just starter, it's just kind of like uh best. it's kind of like aggressive to me like I just
1: I, it's not necessarily aggressive it's just to me it's just not the best it's not the best mm-hmm. it's the one that like you, like we say you can't help where you go viral or what goes viral yeah and, facts. you know things like that but I'm just glad that a lot of people you know it was an easy entryway to you know masturbation for people it, I guess less intimidating yeah I feel like. You know, we was bringing out our King Kong toys and you know <laughs> things like that. So, I mean, I, I get it. Uh, I'm just glad that it's starting to, conversation. You know, right? The conversation started. Yeah,
0: so. for sure. Oh man, but this is this has been amazing. I feel like we could. I mean, hell, between us two, we could talk about sex all day. But we don't got all day. Um <laughs> we and go to this show, Right? Like we got City Winery tomorrow. By the time y'all hear this. We would have done the show already, uh. but... When
1: does this
0: one come out? Um, so, we... I, we I'm i going to air this in like a couple weeks, because I literally have like... Well, look here. Yeah. We need to let them know about the art exhibit. Yes, the tell them about the art exhibit. I'll make sure it drops before the art exhibit, ah. for sure. Yes. So, y'all got to come back to Atlanta yes to do do this yes
1: the art exhibit is the live sex art show that we put on every single year Mm -hmm. Um, this year is it is a three-day experience so um on friday we do not just another sex podcast but we do a live audience recording Mm -hmm. and then after that we're doing a patreon live recording like on my patreon it's a For Sexual Essentials, it's like 250 classes, videos, workshops, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So we're doing a live recording of that because we got demos and teaching and, you know, Mm -hmm. um, on there. So we'll record that live on Saturday. We'll have like a cocktail hour and then we'll head over to the event. And so the event is open bar. It's black tie. um, And it's very like, it's a very luxury upscale event. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's kink friendly. Mm -hmm. So and beginner friendly, which is like rare because a lot of times, you know, you have to get vetted to go to these events. Yeah. And, but it's very difficult if you have not been vetted to get to one or find out about one and it'd be decent. Right. So this is a beginner and kink friendly event. Um, A lot of names um, there. So like King Hef and Dash from Pure Intimacy. Yeah. Um, Sir Marvelous and Siphon and Madam Gumbo. Um,
0: You just reminded me to text Daddy Hef because he yeah. definitely, he told me, because we're going to do a demonstration. He was like, yeah, let me know what your boundaries are so I can know how to create our session. And I'm like, okay, yes. I got to, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I gotta take some back. Him. Yeah, He's on the podcast. Um, Dash been on the podcast. Um, we have who else? Um, Black porn matters will be performing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be amazing. We have a cigar roller. Like it's such a sexy ass event. And then on Sunday we're doing um, an adult field day. Last year we did a topless pool party. Mm. Um, so this year, we tell everybody, pack their swimsuits. We'll let y'all know what we're we'll doing that weekend. Okay. Um, And then that night, um, on Sunday, we're going to do one last happy hour, and then we're going to head to the sex club. So nice. it's a three-day experience, and then there will be virtual tickets available, too, so if people can't make it, but... Um, It's only once a year, and it's just, it's such a good time, and, like, just a lot of the things that you said, like, about just being a beginner and finding yourself and things like that. It's a really great event Mm -hmm. for couples, for singles, and for people that are looking to discover, but also they can join, like, my Patreon, like, beforehand, and then learn about some of the things they're going to see and Mm -hmm. what they need to know to be prepared. Right, so so you're not, shocked. Yeah, because once you go, you're going to love it, and then Mm -hmm. guess what? You're going to be like, fuck, I got to wait till next year, because you know how, like, you go to sex club the first time, Mm -hmm. and you like... Mm, okay, if I had known, that. and then the next you like, okay, next time I go, right, I know what my plan gonna be exactly, you know? exactly. And so it's like that. So we're helping people get prepared, but it's just, it's such an amazing event. And yeah. honestly, I made it because it was just like I don't want to pull with my pussy out in a room that look cheap,
0: you know, mm-hmm. like.
1: And this ain't an event where y'all should be whipping y'all pussies out at all. We paid all the people that will be whipping out all the coochies. Yeah. So, <laughs> keep your coochie in your gown. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, just black tie, when is the last time, you know, you got a chance to just throw on something, like, super nice. Like, mm-hmm. not just your club dress, but, like, a long yeah, dress. Super yeah, super sexy, yeah. razzle-dazzle on yeah. these men's bust out these tuxes and just nice shoes and just really enjoy being an adult. Like, we grew yeah. up because we wanted to drive and have sex. We were like, Oh, I can't wait to be in a Exactly. I can't wait till I can drive and I can't wait till I could do this. Mm-hmm. And we're not really doing it. Yeah. And so yeah. I already you know, like I said, I'm a very thorough person, so I've handled all the details and it's just gonna be so amazing. So yeah. I'm and excited.
0: that's dope because people oftentimes ask me, like, where do sex parties mm-hmm. be at? And I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. like I, I could tell I can you, tell you, but, but mm-hmm. I don't if it's gone. I don't know if you're going to be a fit, you know, because so, yeah. a lot of times it's like you have to know the right people and yeah. once you know you the right people then you get invited to stuff like that. Like I yeah. was and instantly also, in-
1: and also it's just it's not a lot of it's so difficult not only just being a creative but being a sex work creative. It's yeah, just so much it's like you're like the comedian of the creative world it's like it's the hardest for you because yeah, it, all the socials are blocking words. You getting yes deleted it all the time and then you know, it's just all these stipulations. You can't sell stuff, you get taxed extra. Like there's so yeah. much, um, so many walls that we have to get behind. So, you know, you guys make sure that you support her show, make sure you go binge watch, make sure you share her share her clips, yeah. Make sure if she has any paywalls or Patreon or whatever that you sign yeah. up for these things, even if you can't make it, because at the end of the day, if you want to see more of it, we ha- this is our job. You know, yes. so, um, make sure y'all continue to support Miss Jody. I'm very proud of you.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you made it happen. Yes. yes. Doing,
1: that's, that's literally it. That's the secret sauce. You continue to do it.
0: Mm-hmm, you do yes. what
1: you want to do. So if you want to do something, then do it. That part.
0: That that's part. It. I'm definitely doing what I want to do. And uh, thank you just for... Again, you were, you inspired me to dead ass go and become a sex coach. Because I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not going to be speaking on shit that I don't know. So I need to go educate myself. And from there, the rest is history. I hate that term. It's super fucking cliche. But it's it's it valid. You, do, uh,
1: <laughs> you have the story. It started, like... It's, it's, it, I appreciate you as well because it's real nostalgic just to, to hear somebody say like, oh, you encouraged me to do this. Girl, I'm just trying to survive. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like trying to figure out my life and right. just to, to know that like people are listening, is doing yes. something. And it, yes, it, it you are impacting for people
0: my, for sure. It
1: definitely does something for my spirit. So I appreciate you for Yes.
0: That. All right, guys. So, um, of course, check out the lovely Samaya um, Not Just Another Sex Podcast, Sexual Essentials, um i'm going to have her information in the show notes and yeah y'all know how to find me already so on that <laughs> note we out bye before you go i want to remind you to embrace your inner hoe thank you for tuning in to provocative and don't forget to follow us on all streaming platforms happy hoeing p-r-h-o-e D-O-C-A-T-I-V-E. Spell with the wire hoe because deep down, we all got some hoe in us. And this is your safe space to be unapologetically provocative. Oh! Is my ground too masculine? You put the nigga in missionary and yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? Because <laughs> that wild.